Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hey everyone, welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. My name is John, and I guess I am the owner of Kavanaugh Media, though there are days where it seems like that it owns me more than I own it. And that's one of the challenges of owning a business as mission is... You know, you've got to grind. You've just got to keep pushing every day so that you have the funds able to do what it is that you need to do. But the difference there is that I know that the Lord's in charge. And whether it is times of plenty or times when maybe we don't have a lot of clients, maybe there's not been the same amount of work, I trust that God is going to provide. And I just believe that this is something that he has wanted us to do, to do this business's mission at this point in time, to do things the way we're doing it. It doesn't mean, though, that we won't change at some point, that we won't someday just join back again with a mission org or something else might change with that. All of those things are in the Lord's hands. So with this day, with this time we have right now, I want to share with you today just some something really close to my heart. I'm going to be pretty vulnerable with you. I hope that it is a a benefit to you. I really do hope that it can be a blessing to you. And if this podcast today speaks out to you, I hope that you're going to get some of those answers that you are needing. So a couple weeks ago, I got an email from a mission org. It's not important which one, but from what the person, their role there is to do member care, to take care of the worker's all around the world where this org is working at. And they wrote me and they just said these words. I'm just going to read to you the email. Once again, the person's name, the org is not important because even from what I'm seeing, this is not a problem or an issue that just one org has. But they said, hey, John, I've noticed a pattern with workers who are doing media ministry I just received a message from another worker, which only seems to my suspicions. Burnout and media ministry seem to go hand in hand. What I see is that the worker wasn't necessarily called to media ministry, but they had the skills to do it. I think this is a part of the equation. I was wondering if you've seen a similar pattern. If so, do you have any ideas on how to support these workers before they end up stressed, burned out, or even leaving the field. Well, I am in no way a counselor. I That is not my strong point. It is not the area where I feel like the Lord has gifted me. So what I want to share with you today is just from reading, from research, just some of my own experiences because I've been in that situation. I have been in that spot where I was ready to just leave, quit, stop doing what I was doing. In fact, I've, I've entertained even at times thoughts of, you know, why am I even still here on this earth? 
am I am I am I doing anything of value? Is what I'm doing does it even matter? And it's hard to admit, but it's the truth. And so if you have faced this, then I hope that some of these things I want to share with you today will help you. If you haven't, then if nothing else, listen through this and go, yeah, I've, I've got these things. I've, I've answered these questions. I have these things in place so that you don't find yourself there. Because what I'm seeing after doing this now for a few years and for being a Bible college professor before that, there's a ton of people who are leaving ministry. And there are a lot of people who are just hanging up the towel. And, and what even hurts worse is when I see these reports of people who have ended their life as an in result of the stresses, the challenges, the burnout, the things that they're facing in ministry many times alone, and people just didn't know. Just because somebody's smiling, just because we see them on the outside and things seem normal, many times we just don't understand the challenges that they're facing underneath. So I want to address this topic today from the perspective of the media ministry, using social media marketing, media to movement, any of these kind of labels and things that we use with that. And I want to ask you some questions and then just have you thinking through those, give you some ideas, maybe some suggestions as well. So the first question I would love for you to be thinking through yourself is just what are your goals? What are you really trying to accomplish when you're doing this media ministry? Be really honest with yourself. The Lord already knows these things. But one of my concerns is that people hear about certain fields or certain places and they hear, oh, we've ran these kind of ads and we now have thousands of people and they get frustrated when they don't see those kind of results. Those results are not the norm. The norm is, yes, you will find more people who are interested. You're going to, you're sifting and you're, you're, you're sowing, you're doing all these things out there with the gospel, but there's no guarantees that you're just going to have this huge movement that you just do A, B, and C, and all of a sudden, poof, you now have a, a movement taking place. Most of the ones that I know of that are taking place, it's been a long, laborious endeavor with many failures before they got to that. But even on a more personal level, are you trying to find something to justify staying on the field? Are you trying to find something that justifies why people are supporting you financially? Are you, are you trying to, to make a name for yourself? Are you trying to, to get to that next level, maybe that promotion within your org or church or wherever you might be? Is there other things that might be driving what you're doing? If anything, outside of making Jesus famous, expanding his kingdom, seeing God receive the glory that he deserves, seeing that we can be a part, that every tribe and tongue and nation receive that, be the ultimate goal that we're striving for when we're doing this kind of ministry, then I think we're setting ourselves up for trouble. If we're worrying about ourselves, these things on it, and that's that thing that we're pushing towards for the most, for the biggest part of it, 
then yeah, we're going to we're going to have some real issues there. Doesn't mean those other things are wrong. Doesn't mean that that we shouldn't make sure that we're being good stewards of the funds that we're receiving from supporters. It doesn't mean that every person needs to leave whatever country they're living in or that we shouldn't be thinking about how to provide for families or any of these things. But those things are secondary. But more important, what are your goals? Because when you know that, when you really know know this is the one thing, this is what matters to me, then what I'm going to tell you is I think you can do less for more. Saying yes to the next Zoom call, coming to this conference, doing this thing here, expanding this out, doing more with this, that, or whatever, isn't always the answer. And what it can lead to is just feeling worn out, stressed out, and really resenting even the people that you're trying to see come to the Lord or those who you are working with, or even the Lord himself. Really filter through, why are we doing what we're doing? What is our ultimate goal when we're doing that? And is it realistic with the timing? Okay, just hear me out. This is not a thing where you can just start running some of these things and you're going to see immediate results. It's going to take six months to a year of consistent testing and pushing before you start having any kind of first fruits and breakthroughs probably. So be more focused, do less, and it really leads then to this next part. Having white space, having this idea where you can take care of yourself with this should play into that part then. Taking care of your body, your mind, and your spirit is really important. Here's one of the things that I'm noticing. People on the field, but not just there, even here, even in like for me living in the United States of different workers that I work with, I get emails, texts, WhatsApp messages, you name it, on Saturdays and Sundays at morning time early, late at night. And I know it's like late at night their time even. They are working at weird hours. Part of that has just been COVID. Part of it is the challenges of life right now. But we need to have a time of rest, walking away from the dings of social media, from the pressures that are there, replenishing our body, resting, sleeping, eating well, exercising, doing the things that we need. And when you get out of that rhythm, it gets really hard. I'm speaking for my own life. I, I've got too much work to do. I don't have time to go run or exercise. And what happens? Then I gain weight. I get more tired. I get more frustrated. And it just keeps building on itself. So we need to take care and be good stewards of ourselves. So if you do less for more impact. If you get white space, don't just fill it back up with being busy. Take care of yourself. Take some time away from that. Make sure you take some holidays, some vacation. Just turn things off. And listen, friends, I'm preaching at myself on this. I really, really am. So I get that. I know it's hard. Many of us who do this work are drivers. We're like snapping turtles. We don't want to let go, but we have to if we're going to stay in this race, in this spiritual battle we're in for the long term. The next part of this that I would love to just have you think through is just what are your passions? Who are you? Okay, What is it that makes you who you are? 
are. In all of life, we have things we have to do that we don't enjoy or aren't in our skill set necessarily. But if that's where we spend all of our times in this media ministry, you're going to get burnt out. And this is a big thing that I believe is out there. You have a ton of people trying to learn marketing or media creation or other things, and they don't really have any desire to do it. They're not passionate about it. They're passionate about Jesus. That's why you went to the field. That's why you learned the language. But you you didn't want to learn algorithms and stuff. You listen to this podcast because maybe you think, well, maybe I'll get something from it. But if this is not your passion, find somebody, recruit somebody, partner with somebody, hire somebody, whatever it is in some of those other areas, if you can. When we started this business's mission, we had two really good friends and the company, the group that he works with invested into us, but they, they had us work through this document. It's still in my journal of asking questions. And one of them was, this must be true if, and I wrote out, this must be true if God blesses us, if, if I can work with my wife, if, if, we, if, I'm, if I don't get super lonely traveling, if God allows us to be blessing to others and to be generous to others. And we just made a list. And I've gone back to that over and over and over. Doesn't mean that if the Lord gives me life five years from now, I'll be doing the same thing because he keeps changing, directing, moving you and me. But I see God's handiwork throughout life saying, this is how I created you. These are the things that I put inside of you. These are the passions that come from me. And sometimes we have people who are like, I want to be like this person or I want to do this, but that's not how God has gifted you, possibly. That's not where he gave you these gifts and these talents. So what are your passions? What must be true if in your life? Find yourself in your ministry trying to do more of those kind of things. Another one. What causes you stress? This is probably much similar to the previous question of what gives you passion. What are those things that draw the passion out of you, that just diminish it? What are those things that just cause you internal stress? For me, one of those is trying to be a people pleaser. One of those for me personally is even then thinking through, I will lay down in bed and immediately my mind goes, here's something to think about. Here's something to stress about. What if you lose this client? What if this happens? What if what if this person says this, then what are you going to say? And, and I'll work through all of these things in my head. They haven't even happened, but I'm already stressing about them. I'm already worrying about them. I don't know if, if you're like that or not, but for me, I, I find these stresses and I feel these stresses and, and people see them then at times on me as well. What is, what are those things that cause you stress? Recognize them, first of all, and then find ways to work through them, to, to lower them if possible. For me, it's getting good rest. It is stopping my mind at times from working. And one of the best ways to do that is to make sure, once again, I'm getting 30 minutes to an hour of good, hard exercise almost every day. If I do that, I find that I can sleep at night and rest in the Lord and not be stressing about what tomorrow is going to bring. I know the verses. I can quote them. But I just want to tell you, my body, mind, and spirit, and yours are the same. They're all connected. 
And so we need to make sure all of those things are there so that there's no stress coming from our diet, our body, our mind, or other things that are going on. All right. So what's causing you stress in your life? Acknowledge those. Write them out. See what they're what they are and then find ways. Talk to a counselor. Uh, talk to your spouse. Talk to somebody, a ministry partner about this. And I'll say a little bit more here in a little bit on that one. Another one here is what or who are you working or sharing with? Don't do media ministry alone. Don't feel like it's just up to you to do everything. If you're team, if there's multiple people, but they're not pulling their weight, if they're not doing the things that are needed, then address those things in love. Talk about them. But but to sit there and just try to think that you alone are going to carry this and do this media ministry, you can't. This is best done as a team. Once again, what do you do? And if you don't have the right people, outsource. Find others. That's why we exist, is to do the marketing for people that don't want to do those kind of things. Whatever that might be for you, okay? It could be other things, not even related to the media part of your ministry. But make sure that in all things, that you're not walking alone. Who are you sharing with? Who are you working with? All right. And another one is just what do you believe with this? Because I think that if privately, if we think I'm the only one that can do this, then we're really diminishing God and his power of what he can accomplish. If, if you're the only person that can do something in your ministry, then you need to find somebody else immediately who you can begin to be pouring into or you need to be outsourcing those things. Because if I'm the adversary and I see that there's this person and they are a really integral part to something, I'm going to do whatever I can to take them out. Spiritual warfare, disease, whatever it might be. Like just from that sense, from a logical sense, it makes sense to, to not do that. But from a, a biblical sense, it's important. Multi-strands, working together, sharing the burden, praying for, lifting up each other. What do you really believe Are you in your ministry trying to be this martyr and thinking, I have to do this? Or are you trusting that God is going to do what only he can do? That even if your video isn't perfect and and you're not, you you don't have to be perfect. If, If this perfectionism is a huge one of that. If understanding maybe this isn't exactly the way we'd like, or maybe this took longer, whatever it might be. You know, this is a spiritual thing that we do in media ministry. So take that stress off of you. Take that weight off of you. What do you really believe? Do you believe God can do this? Well, then he can do it, and he can do it through your ministry. Finally, I want to just ask you, who are you sharing your struggles with? For me, it's been really hard and and in times over just my life, and that's where I'm so thankful for my wife because I can talk to her. I can share even the stuff that's not pretty, even the stuff I'm not proud about, even the things I'm embarrassed by. And for her, as she saw me really struggling with being burnt out, being depressed, feeling anxious, sleeping terrible, she said, you need to go see a doctor. And because I love my wife, I did. And the doctor's been good to talk to. And they even gave me some medicine, which... I've had to uh, work through and take some of this. I'm not sure I'll take it forever. I don't know what the stop date is on that, but I can tell you it's helped. 
And when we start talking about even just mental things, sometimes in the Christian world, we put a stigma with those. And we're not, we're afraid to say, hey, I'm depressed or I've been feeling anxious. It's, it's like we can't share the personal struggles that are there. So who are you sharing your struggles with? I hope it's, if you're married, it's your spouse. I hope it's even with your team. I hope that's with those people that you can share with because you need somebody that you can be accountable to, who they can share with you, their struggles. And then no difference than if, if we had a physical thing and we're trying to address it. If there's a mental one that's going on that's been causing this or a result of a mental struggle because of this burnout or whatever that you might be facing, please don't do it alone. Talk to somebody. Talk to a pastor. Talk to a counselor. They're trained for this. But go talk to someone and make sure you're sharing with your spouse and with your teammates on it. Is media ministry especially open to this? Well, I think there's challenges to it. Sometimes I think it's trying to do some stuff that we're just not equipped to do. could cause some stress to it. But I also think more over than just the media ministry, ministry itself carries with it a lot of really hard burdens. So don't carry those burdens alone. Give them to the Lord. Walk along with other people. Carry other people's burdens. Let them carry yours. And as a tribe here, for those of all of us working together, let's pray for each other. If there's something that I can be specifically praying for you about or something you need to share there, let us know. Let me know. Send me a message from our website. But more importantly, be aware of the symptoms. Take time out. Find that white space. Take care of yourself. Make sure you're aligning your passions. Make sure you're, that you're trying to minimize those stresses, that you're working with others, that you're believing in what God can do, and that you're sharing your struggles with others, your prayer supporters, your teammates, your spouse, and most importantly, with God. I hope this has been an encouragement to you today. Please know this. You are not alone. So take care. We are praying for you. And may God bless you in all you do for him and for his kingdom. Take care. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for him and for his kingdom.